Hello and welcome to another episode of the Problematic Sticker Anime Podcast. I am your host, Gary, and we're back in 2023 to talk about anime and the great 2023 anime season that's coming. We're going to have a lot of animes to watch. It's going to be fun. As always, I am joined by Alfonso and Ben. Ben! Hey! How are you doing with the anime? I haven't really watched much anime, really, to be honest. Um, so, I need to catch up. I need to watch some more stuff. I watched all the Bleach, um, mm-hmm. and... That was amazing. The animations and art is is beautiful. It's such a beautiful anime. Um, and they promised that season two will look even better than season one. So, which is insane. Yeah. I watched some of it as well, man. And I yeah. have never watched an anime where a creator of the anime literally pushes the WMD button for its final season. <laughs> and says, I'm going to make sure. I'm going to do everything it takes in this final season. When he wrote it, at least not when he when the anime but when he wrote it that i never yeah. have to touch bleach again <laughs> yeah that's what he did <laughs> <laughs> and for better or worse it's it's fucking insanity um yeah. but we will talk about that when we talk about it and don't worry week, we're not even in the true uh wmd part of the anime trust me it gets even <laughs> more yeah i can't imagine it's insanity oh man um alfonso yes how has your anime life been um, it's it's been okay. I I've been I've been watching a lot of anime that on Instagram where they show clips. Some of them been serious. Some of them been hilarious. Um, as for twenty twenty two, I just want to mention is it's been an up and down with anime. And what I mean by that is that when Attack on Titans it never finished because we still need to get season three out. Um, we lost Chris Aries who voiced the Gold Emperor Frieza. We had controversy with the Dragon Ball movie. With it getting leaked and then is release days between Japan and the rest of the world, and then we have anime shows come back like Bleach. So it's it's been up and down, but overall it's been enjoyable, and I'm looking forward to see what 2023 brings. Yeah, 2023 is already off to a pretty good start, quite honestly. Um, Near Automata premiered on Crunchyroll, the anime. Um, heard really good things about it. Uh, Trigun is back up and running on also Crunchyroll, the new Trigun remaster or remake. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Again, very positive coming out of that first episode. It's all CG, and the CG is apparently very smooth, very well done from the same creators that did Beastars on Netflix. Um, so yeah, we're already off to a good start. Like you said, Alfonso, a lot of stuff coming back. <laughs> Bleach came mm-hmm, back. Mm-hmm, Trigun's mm-hmm. coming back. We've reached the the anime version of hollywood where they kind of don't have any more ideas so they're bringing back old shit <laughs> at least that's how i see it. um but yeah um we got some stuff to talk about so let's talk about let's start with what made this podcast in the first place dragon ball let's talk dragon ball dragon ball heroes if any of you guys remember the episode <laughs> that aired on the 14th because we didn't have a podcast because i watched it today <laughs> No, it's been a while since I've watched it, but I'm sure I'll remember. I think I'll remember it when you talk about it. Yeah, so I may as well get into it. Um, So the big fight between Goku and Arios, I believe her name is. Let me see. Eos is about to begin with um the Supreme Kai of Time in the background, uh, who's older now. I believe her name is Cronoa now. That's her release form. She... Okay, with Cronoa. 
Um, they're about to fight, but before they get into a fight, a massive explosion destroys the area that they're in, and out comes Demigra, or as they call him, Majin Demigra, um, who has finally, after all this time of Dragon Ball Heroes, acquired the key to time and space, and he unleashes all the evil forces in all of creation out into the universe. And the one that lands right next to them is, believe it or not, Omega Shenron. Zeno Omega Shenron. He's all black. With Darkness, Zeno Omega <laughs> Shenron. Yes, this is what they're called in the credits. So that is what I'm calling Zeno Omega Shenron. <laughs> he appears and Goku's like, the fuck are you? I don't know who you are. But Omega Shenron recognizes Goku. And right as he's about to unleash an attack on Goku, who's Ultra Instinct, but, um, a big explosion of light appears, and out comes everyone's favorite, Zeno, Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta. No, no, no. Zeno, Limit Breaker, unleashed Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> so many titles. And Omega Shenron's like, how dare you appear? I hate you. I'm going to attack you. And as he attacks him, Gogeta... Pulling off the cockiness of Vegito and stopping him with two fingers, stopping his shoulder, throwing him around with just two fingers, um, pushing him in the face. Uh, Omega Shenron is no match for awesome Gogeta. <laughs> um, so he decides to unleash his minus negative energy ball. I don't remember what it's called. Yep, that's it. it? Yep. Yeah, that's that's it. Minus yep. negative? Is that yep. what it is? Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> Minus negative. That's <laughs> so technically, he's using a positive energy ball. <laughs> Seriously, you can't combine two negatives? Yeah, it makes a positive. <laughs> Omega Shadow. Not a mathematician, that guy. <laughs> I'm somewhat of a mathematician myself. <laughs> uh, while Gogeta unleashes his Big Bang Kamehameha, uh, completely takes out the minus negative energy ball and takes out Zeno Omega Shenron in the process. Um, so not much of a fight there. I can't imagine what kind of a card he's going to make in Doken when he finally he just got one-shotted pretty much the entire fight. Um, but battle is about to begin with Ultra Instinct Goku, who is now allied himself with Eos uh, as they make a truce. So during this time, I have no idea what the hell happened to... Gogeta, because like he just disappeared after the Big Bang Command Man. He just like, he's not like, there. Yeah, he's not on the battlefield anymore. It's like where the hell did he go? <laughs> he was just there. Um, I must go now. My cannon needs me. <laughs> Seriously, my cannon needs. Um, so he disappears. Uh, and battle is about to begin with Demigra. But in the background, we notice that um, what's her name? I don't remember her name. She just got an awakening in Doken. Do you remember her? Which, which She's one? She's a physical card uh, with the with the dagger. Rabia? Rabella? I think that's her name. I'm not sure. But she appears uh, floating in the air, and she has somebody with her. He has a tail. He has spiky hair. Short, spiky hair. And I have no idea who he is. It's um, Broly. I'm, is it Broly? He looks very skinny for Broly. Like, very... He, Broly's way bigger than that. I thought, um, I thought Broly... Well, he has, like, spiky short hair, kind of like... Um, but then Mira. it's clearly Bardock. <laughs> it's one or, of the two. <laughs> like the short hair that Vegeta had in GT. That's kind of what it was like. But I don't know. Uh, he's kind of shadowed Dallas. out, so you can't really tell who it is. Um, <laughs> but that's where the episode ends. From what you remember, Ben, if it came back yeah. to you, your thoughts on this episode. 
I thought it was a good episode. I, I, I like seeing Goji slap a mega around, so that's just me. So, yeah, I remember. It was a good episode. All right, uh, Alfonso? The battle between Gogeta and Omega, it's the same exact battle we got in G with the whole fingers and <laughs> yeah. Gogeta saying, oh, you got my shoulder. Can you get my other shoulder? Like, it, it was from word to word, fight scene to fight scene. But I enjoy it because that obviously is one of the best battles from GT. Uh, as for these mysterious people, I don't know, but uh, uh, only time would tell. That, that's basically it. Like the highlight of the bat of the episode was Gogeta and Omega, which I enjoyed. Yeah, Gogeta had that Vegito cockiness. Was all like, that's Vegito shit, man. Don't take a shit. No, I so the same for Gogeta was super cocky. Yeah, he was. You're right, but I still like the cockiness of Vegito. <laughs> yeah, because well, okay, Vegito was more physically cocky, like. It's hard to say. Like I would say, he was it, more sarcastically comical. I was like, well, I feel like Vegeta was more like seriously cocky. Well, SS4 Gogeta was very comedy based cocky. Mm-hmm. Like there was some seriousness in Vegeta's words and times. Well, Gogeta was just joking about. I still feel like that's because it's it was mostly Goku that was in charge of Gogeta, I guess. Oh well. I'll talk about Gogeta oh, yeah. and Vegeta. Did you see that? What, I don't know if you can bring it up, but did you see that death battle? Did a Special over the, over Christmas with uh, Vegito versus Gogeta. No, I didn't see. No, I did not. I didn't see that either. Yeah, they did. They did a death battle between the two characters to see who would win. I guess Gogeta won. Vegito won. Oh, good. He deserves yeah. to win. He's more powerful. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good, good. Did they say what exactly why he won over Gogeta? Time limit. That was the the, the deciding factor. Time. Yeah. But how does that work? Because. According to Super, their time is shorter than Gogeta's time was against Brawley. Technically, no, but they they were going off Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta. Oh, <laughs> not Blue Gogeta. Okay. Not Blue. Yeah, it feels a time thing. They they were fused for like half an episode, man. <laughs> it was like yeah. 10 minutes. Yeah, they only got 10 <laughs> minutes while Vegito Blue had 30. Yeah. So. so Super Saiyan Vegito was more powerful than Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta? No, Super Saiyan Blue Vegito. Okay. So. Well, I don't know about that comparison then, because then you're comparing Super to GT, GT, GT. which wasn't canon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you're gonna do it's Blue, sure. you got to do Blue Gogeta. Yeah, I still think Blue Vegeta would win, because I feel like Blue Vegeta would still have a bigger time limit than Blue Gogeta. Uh, yeah, because if you're gonna do that, you may as well just have done because... Super Saiyan Vegito against yeah. Super Saiyan Gogeta from Janemba move. And from what I've read, what they said actually, Gogeta was designed before Vegito. Was he? Yeah, they were working on the movie. Yeah, so. Hmm. So why did they go with Vegeta instead of Gogeta in the movie or in the fight against Boo? Because they were working on the the main canon team were working on Vegeta. The manga was working on Vegeta at the time, but the movie was making their own character, and that technically got designed first in the end. Mm, that's pretty cool. Nice it's, little it's, trivia there. It's like uh, what's good, you know, um, you know, like we got that full Super Saiyan, you know, with um, Lord Slug. Was it with full Super Saiyan? Ah, I think so. Because they were told that Goku, that Goku was going to get a new transformation, Super Saiyan. Um, uh, no, Goku was Lord Slug was Kaioken still because I no, remember Piccolo gave him his power and he used Kaioken to beat Lord Slug. I thought, he, I thought, he, I thought he went Super Saiyan during the. Um, it no, wasn't dubbed so. technically was Super Saiyan. It wasn't technically dubbed Super Saiyan, but it was. It's considered false Super Saiyan. Anyway, know, what Lord happened? Came out before cooler i think yeah Didn't and that's it? what i'm saying yeah, yeah. So that's... super saiyan wasn't a thing then well no that's what i'm saying it was 
it was it was being worked on in the manga at the time um mm-hmm. and the movie was told that goku will have this new form called super saiyan but they are and it been done yet so they made it up themselves and then toriyama made super saiyan yeah because i remember specifically that piccolo gave him his power kind of like vegeta gave him his power in brawley yeah. like how they all did um and he was able yeah. to use like kaoken times 100 or something slug um, but for, uh... it's, it's even in the doken art like pickles in the background of the doken art given him power of that free to play during, card from lord slug there was during the town part yeah yeah pseudo saying lord slug <laughs> Here you go. Uh, then. One second. Well, it's not got a real name. It's everyone just calls it full Super Saiyan. Uh, I'm gonna put it in general. There you go. See the see the Super Saiyan aura. Oh yeah, but they never changed his hair color. Yeah, you know he never he did he, they didn't know what he was gonna look like yet. So although okay. they it was technically a, it was technically going Super Saiyan, it was it didn't because they they didn't know. <laughs> they were uh, like, yeah, he's gonna get a new <laughs> mode, but the, the, we don't know what his design is, so just make it up yourself. Or Slug ruin everything. One of the worst movies they ever made. Or should we say Piccolo the movie? Piccolo the movie. Well, that's I've what watched... superhero should have been. Um, no, but I'm watching. I've watched Team Four, some Team Four stuff stuff over the holidays, and yeah, I forgot the fact that Lord Slug movie is basically just um, Demon King's Piccolo story again. <laughs> An old Namekian wishes to be younger so that he can get his power back. Original Dragon Ball stuff, man. Yeah. I, 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 yep, I don't yep. know if you ever, I don't know if you've ever watched the Team Four Star um, dub of Lord Slug. I have not. Uh, one of the minions goes, "So Lord Piccolo," and then he <laughs> kills him. <laughs> yeah, the, the whole running joke is everyone wants to keep calling Lord Slug um, Demon King Piccolo. <laughs> uh, that's fun. <sighs> moving on then, shall we? Okay. Um, the manga returned. December 20th, right before Christmas. I read it today, actually. I totally forgot about it until today. Um, I don't know if you remember it, Ben. I'm sure Um, I will when we start talking about it. (laughs) Yeah, so it essentially starts off with Goku and Vegeta back on Beerus' planet. Uh, Goku and Beerus are stuffing themselves like crazy, while Vegeta is freaking out because he realized that Black Frieza owned the shit out of them in a single hit. Um, while Goku is, of course, carefree. Um, and that's kind of where it ends for them. And it goes back to Earth. And on Earth, everyone's favorite duo of Goten and Trunks are now in school. High school. Um, but they are apparently also the new Saiyaman. Saiyaman X1 and Saiyaman X2. Trunks is X1, Goten is X2. This whole story arc seems to just refresh the Saiyaman saga of Dragon Ball Z. They even have literally panels that are exactly the same. Um, but yeah, they are now superheroes. Um, but nobody knows that they're, their parents don't know. Bulma doesn't know. Uh, Chi-Chi doesn't know. And they don't have cool watches. So they have to literally take off their clothes every time they transform. But their superhero isn't based on Gohan's great Saiyaman. It's based on their favorite fictional superhero garbage man who is a garbage man who take who like defeats crime protects the city uh <laughs> it's like really you want to dress up like this garbage man huh? um so you know they they fight off some bank robbers um collect their weapons and take off before the cops um and trunks then goes to school where we meet his school friends um who i don't know how much role they're gonna have but 
we'll find out. Uh, they're kind of like Videl's frenzy and Gohan's frenzy, where they were there for that whole arc and then they just forgot about it. I will it. say I'm happy that they've continued the same pattern as before. Um, all of the char- all the school friends are named after um, stationery. Yeah, I wish I would remember all their names, but I don't. I think one of them is Campus. Um, I don't remember them all, but I, I just remember the fact that they're based on stationery and I like that. Because <laughs> you had like Eraser, Sharpener before. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, uh, his friends decide that they are going to go and investigate a haunted house. And here we find out that Trunks is a scaredy cat. He's afraid of ghosts, which doesn't make any sense because he would have <laughs> uses <laughs> a ghost attack as Gotenks. Why? So he's afraid of his own shit <laughs> that he creates. <laughs> I wish they would have brought this up because like, wait, he's scared of ghosts. He makes ghosts with go with Goten. How does that make sense? Um, but he's afraid of ghosts. He's a scaredy cat. I thought Goten would be the scaredy cat, but no, Trunks is like afraid of everything, apparently. Um, but well, during this whole so time, cuddled, maybe, <laughs> maybe. But during this whole time, apparently, cleaner robots are running away from home, and when they're running away, it seems like weird ghost zombie creatures are chasing them away. And we find this out with uh, Trunks's grandfather, who is in the middle of the street when this is happening. So Trunks and Goten are big fans of Garbage Man, and a movie's coming out. So Trunks buys two tickets, but he doesn't want to give it to Goten. He wants to ask Mai out on their first date to go see Garbage Man. Um, and when he goes to Capsule Corp, Emperor Piloff is there, and he, first he asks Emperor Piloff to make him a watch like Gohan has, so he can just press it to transform whenever he wants, instead of manually changing clothes. So Piloff makes him one for him. Um, but when he gets to Capsule Core, he sees all these robots are being brought in, and Piloff and Mai and Chu are over there repairing the, the robot. Um, he asks Mai to go out with him, and she's like, sorry, not my thing, plus we have all these recalls coming in. And we find out that Piloff is the creator of these service robots for <laughs> Capsule Corp. <laughs> And all his creations are being recalled now because they're running away, they're malfunctioning. So we learned that Piloff is a creator now, apparently, and potentially making a shit ton of money. Um, but yet he still wants the Dragon Balls from Bulma because we find out he's also trying to steal the Dragon Balls during this whole thing. But Bulma knows it because she has cameras set up everywhere and she's like, I want my Dragon Balls back. But they're working to repair these robots. And go and go, Trunks is like, I'm going to find out what's causing this. So in the middle of the night, they're walking down the street. Um, and pretty much Goten run, or Trunks runs into this big dude who looks like Ader, essentially. Just more scarred up, uh, like a Frankenstein zombie. And he sees that this guy presses a remote control button. And the service robot walking with this old guy goes haywire and takes off. So they follow him to this old mansion where apparently there's a bunch of zombies there making sushi. Eh. <laughs> That's literally what they're doing. And a bunch of the service boss are there as well. Um, but this is also where Trunks's high school friends are. And they get caught. And right before the mummy guy kills, I believe it's Campus is that, that guy's name. Trunks jumps in as um, Great Saiyaman X1. And he kicks him. And then he beats the shit out of all the other zombies, but he's not able to take out the one with the big helmet, uh, the football helmet. And right as he's about to do this move, his watch malfunctions 
and he reverts back to Trunks. <laughs> and all his classmates are like, the hell is that Trunks? And as that happens, Goten does a key blast to destroy the lights in the room. Um, and then he gets everybody out of there. And then he's like, wow, we all got here. And some weird hallucination made us see the exact same thing. And they believe him because they're <laughs> stupid. Because they saw it was Trunks, but it's like, oh, it's a big hallucination that the ghost caused. And they're like, so there are really yeah. ghosts here? So they take off running because they're terrified. Trunks then goes Super Saiyan and his suit comes back on and he's able to take out this this dude. So Trunks and Goten are kind of exploring this base of operations. And in the safe that Trunks breaks open, he finds a data disk that has Dr. Jiro's name on it. Yeah. He's like, I don't know what the hell this is. So he decides he's going to take it back to Capsule. Um, as they're leaving, uh, Krillin shows up. And he's, like, terrified. God, Krillin is such a... He's, <laughs> like, scared and shit. Uh, and he sees Trunks and, and Goten, and he tells them that there's zombies walking around. Uh, a whole bunch of corpses went missing from a graveyard, and people have noticed them walking around here. And then Trunks freaks out. He's like, oh, my God, this is what I fought? Zombies? Undead people? Um, and it cuts back to the factory or the house, and we see that... Um, what's his name from Superhero? He does. Hito. Hito is there. And these are his creations, and he's freaking out. He's like, what happened to you? You got beat up. And he looks for the data disc, and, you know, they tell him that the data disc was taken. And he's like, we can't stay here. We got to get out of here, but I got to get this data disc back. And then the football player zombie had the badge of Trunks' high school that they go to. So he knows that somebody in that high school was the one who did this. Um, And that's kind of where it ends. Well, not where it ends. Trunks goes in the next day and he's like, hey, my, you finally have Saturday off. And you find out that, no, she doesn't because Trunks created a bigger problem than he fixed. <laughs> he destroyed a bunch of shit that now needs to be repaired. Um, so he's freaking out. He doesn't get to go on his date. And that's where it ends. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, very filler. But at least we get to see Hito before he went to prison, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah, I'm guessing I'm here... Sh- what happens here is what's going to lead him to prison, which is going to lead to him being uh, bailed out by the Red Ribbon Art. Um, right, because he was talking about the fact that he was doing like loads of different projects to try and make money to afford his androids. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. yeah, so so that's kind of where it ends. Um, fun little episode. There's there's even a scene where where Trunks is riding his bike as fast as he can, which we yeah. saw with Gohan doing as well. Um, it's really like the same image, just with two different characters. So it plays homage to that whole arc. I feel. Yeah. Um, building got, up well, to obviously super. We've got a few more of these to go because they said this will be at the arc until yeah. They said we're going to get a lot of Goten and Trunks, so it'd be interesting to see how it goes. Also, yeah, and I know from Gohan and Piccolo. There's not going to be much Goku and Vegeta. Yeah, there was mention of Pan, um, yeah. and that Pan was training, and that Pan was angry because she didn't know how to fly. <laughs> And she couldn't figure it out, which is obviously alludes to the movie as well, where she has that issue as well. And she finally masters it. But yeah, they they talk about Pan a little bit. We see Chi-Chi in one panel. Um, But yeah, it's it's mostly very filler. It feels like a filler arc, obviously. Um, Until they decide what their plan is going forward with Black Frieza. I'm still happy that my theory, the fact that they're bringing Broly to Beerus' planet to keep him away from Frieza might be true. Yeah. Might be. It is true. What are you talking about? It's in superhero, man. <laughs> it is true. They even confirmed it. That's why he was there training. Nice. It. Um, so, yeah. Uh, your thoughts then, Ben. Are you excited? I know I a lot of people it. are not that excited for this. Because I'm excited want- because yeah. I like Goku and Vegeta as much as everyone else. But it's nice to have something different. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 
And I like the yeah, I great Sam and Ark. So yeah, I know a lot of people are mostly upset because it's a prequel to the movie, so it doesn't really serve any purpose since we already know what happens in the movie. Um, yeah. So I think they're more pissed off. They're not pissed off that it's this kind of a filler thing. Like they're more pissed off that it's a prequel filler thing and it's not going to lead to anything. It's just there, um, which which I also see. I get that. I get that what they're saying, but still, um, Alfonso, anything you want to add to this? As much as I love Goku, like Ben said, I'm glad they're using their other characters. I just hope during this whole filler saga, we get Gotenks. Gotenks make some type of appearance because I would love to see them. I would love to see Gotenks as a teenager. That's it. Yeah. That's all I want. That's all I want. Properly, not the fat version. Yes, properly. Yes, properly. <laughs> I, I was no, saying properly. No, no fat was. <laughs> you know, I was kind of sad that we didn't see them show up as garbage men in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I I guess we'll wait until oh, I guess next week. I think is when the next issue drops, right? The twentieth? No, oh, two weeks. In two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, two weeks, and see where they go from there. Um, what yeah. Doctor Hito's plans are um, with zombies. No, I expect it I to be shorter next time because this was a really long. It was chapter. a pretty long issue. Yeah, it was a pretty long issue. Um, but yeah, uh, quickly sticking with Dragon Ball Superhero really fast. Um, the movie is out in Japan on DVD, Blu-ray, and I believe digital. So go ahead and pick mm-hmm. it up if you want. The English version, I'm very angry about because it is releasing in March of all the goddamn times. March. I don't. <laughs> It's insanity to me to think I have to wait this long to watch this movie in English. And I've um, heard it's worse. How is it worse? Like, we're not getting as much stuff in the collector's edition as the Japanese version. Oh, I didn't even see a collector. All I saw was the normal one with um, trailers as special features. Yeah. And, so, like, one audio making of thing, and that's it. Yeah. It's, it's literally how they would release anime, like the Dragon Ball Z movies back in the day, where it just had nothing. Yeah, well, the Japanese version came with a load of cool stuff. Yeah, it came with a load of cool stuff. Badass steel book, awesome art book, all this cool commemorative stuff. We didn't get nothing, and we gotta wait four months after the movie came out. Six months, actually. God, I got rock. Ridiculous. I'm really pissed. I'm really pissed that it's coming out in March. It's like, why? Why is it taking this long? Nothing comes like a fucking movie comes out two months later. It's on fucking video on demand. I can buy it. These guys waiting like it's. 2005 over here. Movie comes out next year. You get to watch it at home. What kind of shit is that? I can't wait to so, watch yeah. it in 2025. <laughs> Seriously, That's... man. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the UK guys get it hard, man. Uh, uh, and it's not even confirmed to be coming to like Crunchyroll or Funimation. Like you wouldn't even have to buy this shit to watch it. Uh, bad move, Toy. They just don't care about anybody outside of Japan, man. I already talked about this. They don't care. Uh, anyways, moving on. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot is releasing this month on the PlayStation 5 native version. Comes with all the DLC that's released so far. So the future Trunk Saga, the, I don't even want to call it the Battle of the Gods, but Beerus, whatever that first DLC was, I don't even remember what it was. Um, And it's coming out with the Bardock DLC, Bardock Story, where we get to play as Bardock and his team again, fighting against Frieza for whatever reason in a losing effort. That DLC is coming. But rumor has it, the next DLC is what I'm actually really excited for. And it is, I believe, the 23rd Tenkaichi tournament, which was the last tournament of Dragon Ball, where Team Goku fought Piccolo when Piccolo became all huge and massive in that fight. Um, So we're going Dragon Ball 
in the la- in the next DLC. Technically, Dragon Ball, I consider that part of Dragon Ball Z. List. That's what no, I know. No, it's still Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball Z is until credits. I know. I know. Still makes me. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm remembering because Dokken Battle doesn't count it as Dragon Ball Saga. Those no. scared. That's why I'm pissed off. <laughs> like, it's Dragon Ball. Yeah. So it's not Dragon Ball. It's not Dragon Ball Z. What the hell is it? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah. Dragon Ball um, WT World Tournaments. <laughs> It will be interesting to see what that <laughs> DLC even is, because you know that arc is not that one. It's literally just the tournament and the fight against Piccolo. Like, what are they going to do with that DLC? Um, just be a fillet DLC, tournament DLC. <laughs> I guess. But uh, your thoughts then? Are you excited? I'm kind of excited. I'm more excited for the Bardock DLC though. <laughs> well, it's Bardock. You should never be happy. I like Bardock. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I like Superman's father. Bardock. <laughs> I just feel like the two big story DLCs they've done are the two worst stories they could have done in the Dragon Ball Z universe. I'm sorry. Like, Fusion Trunks and Bardock is boring. I hate them. Personally, those are the two they decided. Alfonso, your thoughts. Are you going to play the closest thing to a Dragon Ball game? That's, that's it. It's the closest because. It is a Dragon Ball game. What are you talking about? No, 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 no. Original Dragon Ball original dragon ball because i used to play a lot of the dragon ball games but there was always there was always on game boy never really had this on playstation we did have kid goku as a playable character but that was it in the in the Tien kaichi games but that was it this is the closest thing in terms of playing an actual dragon ball game so i will take whoa, it whoa 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 my friend did you never play dragon ball origins on the ds i was just saying he, he just boy. said that i said that gary <laughs> said game ds boy, is not a game boy no, no, we're not doing okay. that. We're not doing. We... Okay, Alfonso means handheld. Okay, handheld. Okay, Gary, handheld. <laughs> and there was a Dragon Actually, Ball game on the Wii. Yes, that's what I was about to say. There was, I believe, it was a side scroller, wasn't it? I think so. I, I don't know. I watched Syriax play a little bit of it. Uh, Revenge of King Piccolo on the Wii. Yep. But anyway, that's sorry. again not a PlayStation platform, like Alfonso said. So, <laughs> yeah, so he's still not wrong. This is the closest thing. King Pickle. Sorry, I just want to see if it is, is it, if it yeah. is a side scroller because I don't remember. It is a side yep, scroller. Sure it is. Is a side yeah. scroller. Yep. You even got to play as Crow and beating up Muromasa or Murasaki. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why. Anywho, you're right. They need to make a Dragon Ball game, an old school original Dragon Ball game that's a turn based mm-hmm. RPG. I would mm-hmm. take mm-hmm. it. Yes. <sighs> oh. Mm-hmm. What? Ooh. We'll get to it in a minute. Will we? Probably. What are we getting to? Because I was done with Dragon Ball. Yeah, it's not Dragon Ball. Okay. Um. Well, bring it up then, man, because I was about to move on to the anime. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to bring up One Piece because of the game coming out. One Piece. Okay. One Piece. All right. One Piece Odyssey. Yeah, it's coming out next week. Yeah. Talk about... You, you talk about... I I just remembered. But you were talking about turn-based Dragon Ball. It's turn-based RPG, isn't it? The new One Piece, right? It is, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Yep, yep. I yep. may actually pick it up now. <laughs> Well, the good news is, Ben, there is a demo that's coming out on Tuesday that nice. you can play. It's apparently going to be the first two hours of the game, or at least it's going to be two-hour demo, is what they said. Um, I have a feeling that you're going to like it a lot. Yeah. Well, I, 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 for anyone that's listening, I, I don't have access to my right hand right now, so I can only play with one hand. So I should be okay with a turn-based game. So. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. I have a feeling... A lot of One Piece fans are going to be very happy. <laughs> yep. Either yep, way, yeah. tune in to Moogle Girl Run Radio this Thursday, where Paul, my co-host, will be playing it. 
Yep. Comes out on the 13th, I believe. Is that a Thursday? I guess. That is a Friday. I think that's a Friday. Yeah, that's a Friday. Yeah. Coming out on Fridays. Okay. It was probably going to play at midnight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. Huh? oh, excuse you me. <laughs> you okay? Oh. Bless you. Gesundheit? Or is this? Yeah. No, I, it was a cough. I, water went ah. down the wrong. Oh, okay. Huh. Yeah. Um, for those who pre-order One Piece Odyssey, we'll get the adventure costume set, I believe, which is their original outfits from when it started, One Piece. Uh, so it's their outfits before um, the, battle at Marine, the battle at Marine Fort, I would say. Um, people will know what I'm talking about. So you get... The, the sexy Robin outfit, the, the black Robin outfit. Nice. The best <laughs> outfit. <laughs> the best outfit, man. <laughs> um, I'm sure they'll have bikini others. outfits as well, probably. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be. <laughs> I know if you, I that would if you be the best outfits. The, I think the collector's edition one comes with um, the samurai outfits from one of the movies. Oh, nice. Um, I don't remember which movie. It's the one before, uh, not red, but the one before... Was it the golden one? Golden, I think, was the last one. So it's before that one, where they were okay. the samurai. So yeah, look forward to One Piece Odyssey, and look forward to our review next week as well. Um, PSU.com, go check out Places Universe. Hopefully. I have all these reviews and all that guides. <laughs> um, so yeah, moving on then. Shall we talk about the anime that Alfonso recommended a month ago? No, I forgot. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's you're okay, fine. Uh, I'm going to try to remember as much of it as possible. Quite honestly, I only remember the good parts of it, which was the last like three episodes. <laughs> no offense, Alfonso. <laughs> no, that honestly, that's it. That, that is true. That is the best part. That <laughs> was the best part. Um, I actually don't even remember what it's called. Do you remember what it's called? Uh, Classroom of the Elite. Yes, Classroom of the Elite. Uh, so it's essentially a show about preppy kids not getting what they want. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's essentially what I took it. Um, they go to this elite school where their classes are separated into essentially grades, class A, B, C, D. Um, D class is the worst, and that's where our main characters, that's where our story takes place. And essentially, they have to earn their way up to class A or beat out classes. And there's all these competitions that, that happen between all the classes. Um, but they also get an allowance. So at the start, they get like this huge amount of money. And depending on how they spend it, it all goes into their grade. So they got all this money. They're like, oh, we give this every month. So a lot of people go out and spend it like crazy, not realizing that their grade depends on how well they spend this money as well. Essentially, their entire life is graded. How they eat, how they walk, what they do. <laughs> it's all on the grading. Um, so yeah, yeah. Uh, our main characters, uh, one of them is some mysterious kid who everybody knows about, but we don't know anything about him. But he's in class D, and he's the main character. He's, like, super smart. He's also very sneaky. He was doing a lot of politicking, and he kind of knows how the game is played. Along with a female character whose brother is, I believe, in the president, the school president. He's the president. He's the school president. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so he, there's his high expectations of her. But she's somehow in class D. So yeah, that's essentially the show, how it starts. And it kind of leads to this big showdown on uh island that the school has mm-hmm. where they have to survive on this island with women. It's, it's essentially Survivor, if you've ever seen that mm-hmm. show. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
And the rules is you get points if you find out who the leaders are of each class because they have a specific key that they have. If you find out who they are, you get points. But if you guess wrong, you lose points. Um, so yeah, um, those last few episodes is pretty much for me where the show shined the most. I didn't care for most of it. Like all them going to the school and, you know, there's this big argument about the, the fight that happened because yeah. class yeah. C like framed one of the class D guys and he was going to get expelled. Uh, it was a big, long story arc that just I didn't care for at all. Um, Agreed. But these last few episodes on this island was kind of cool because it was kind of like a mystery because somebody in class D was sabotaging them, you know, taking a girl's panties, which I guess is still a big thing. <laughs> um, setting the camp on fire, which is obviously more serious. But there's this mystery of like, who's doing it? Is it somebody from another camp? Is it somebody from within? And him trying to figure out who it was. Um, a lot of cool stuff went down in, in these last few episodes. But Alfonso, this was yeah. your anime. So um, your thoughts on it. What did you like? What didn't you like? The beginning, okay, is interesting. Because like I said, this is, this is similar to Ben's recommendation. His first recommendation of the year of last year, Bakuten. Classes, lower classes, trying to get to the higher classes. But instead of trying to get better school supplies, you're you're getting points. Points that you need to survive throughout the school year. So I okay, find it interesting. But as we get through the episodes, it's like it's mediocre stuff, like you said, the fight and doing the school activities, then not participating. Um, trying to he trying to help her make friends, like all that was like, okay, we've seen this in other animes. And me personally, I didn't care for him because he did sound boring. He didn't want to participate in nothing. He didn't want to socialize. He just looked like a normal kid that just wanted to stay in trouble, just want to be himself. I started taking interest in him when the girl was having a fight with her brother, the, the school president. And he comes out of nowhere, and the president said, oh, it's you. And I was like, okay, so what, what's his deal? And he's saying, oh, why did you deliberately score 50 each time on your test? Because that, that tells me that he's smart and he's doing this just to do this. Like, he doesn't care. And then they about to, you know, fight and he easily dodges attack. Okay, so he's skillful as a fighter. So now there's mystery behind him. So throughout that, from that episode moving forward, I only been focused on him. I mean, yes, there, there's other moments, obviously, um, I can't remember, I don't remember names, but the girl who fell ill. And still managed to, when they found out who was betraying them, still managed to put up a good fight. Yeah, I like that that fight. That was a good fight. But, again, mostly focused on the main character. And then there's all this mystery of the school teacher knows who he is. The the mysterious man in the lab coat, which we think is his father, but we're not sure. what. And, you know, that whole experiment with the other kids knocking them off and he's the last one. So there's a lot of mystery behind him. So I like all the mystery. I like towards the end, but like like I said, the couple of first episodes it was nice special. So yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, the mystery for me with him, um, it, it felt like his story wasn't about him. Like his whole goal is to get the guy, the president's sister, to class A. Like that's became mm -hmm. his goal. Like it became her goal. Uh -huh. I mean, yeah, the mystery of who he is. Like a lot of people know him. So apparently he's been going to that school for a while because I think that the, one of the girls from Class B, the blonde girl, I believe, she knows him. Um, yeah, so people know who he is and they don't really won't say who he really is. Obviously, if did you say there's a second season to this? There is a second season, yes. Okay. Oh, maybe they explain it in that one. I haven't seen it. 
Um, but yeah, the, the the last few episodes were were pretty good. It, it kind of became like one of those mysteries where it plays out and you see it play out, and then the big reveal of how yeah. Class D won over everybody mm-hmm. else and how they were able to do it, even though it seemed like they lost everything. Mm-hmm. Um, which is pretty interesting. Some of it didn't make sense, like how he took the leadership away from her without her permission. Didn't make any sense because I believe they said that the the leader has to give away the leadership to somebody else, which she never yeah, did. There, so how he were, took it from her? Yeah, but there is exception. There they say they're saying there can be all. There's certain exceptions that they will allow the leadership to happen. Remember, because she fell ill, she couldn't continue, and he. I forgot what exactly was the terms, but he used some path that allowed him to transfer ownership of the card. That's but there had reason. to have been a witness. The way I understood it, somebody had to be witness to it, and there's no witness to it. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just take it. Like, what would have happened if, like, right before they decided, they, they went to make the guesses of who the leader was, it was like, oh, I'm taking it from you. You know, that's essentially what he did with no witness. <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe I'm just, maybe I missed something just, there. Yeah, know. it's been a while, yeah. Um, yeah. Everything seemed to fall into place perfectly for him. To, mm-hmm. to have that victory because it happened with the the flashy guy who's too good for everybody when he was flying around like Tarzan in the forest and then decided to go back to the boat without telling yeah. anybody. Yeah. You know, it seemed to play like like it was planned, you know. That, that's kind of how I felt. Like him leaving made everybody else feel like they're gonna lose as well, especially mm-hmm. his team. Even though mm-hmm. he did it on his own. It, they made it seem like that was the plan the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I still feel it might have been the plan. He may have told him, hey, go back to the boat, you know, and he did it. But yeah, I don't know. It, it's one of those things where the character is too smart. And sometimes the way he pre plans things ahead of time is so unrealistic, much like. Yes, but the, but the reason why I like him over other characters that we see in the past, like Senku from, um, what was that show called? Um, Dr. Stone and the other show that I recommended, the the five battle second. He doesn't mm-hmm. gloat. He he keeps it to himself. That's the only reason I, I'm accepting the way he is. Now like especially not like Senku, because Senku would gloat and gloat and gloat just to prove that he's right. He just yeah. keeps everything to himself. So I'm I'm fine. Yes, it's unrealistic like you said, but I'm fine the way he is. Well, that's fine. Like to me it was I, I felt like it's the same thing like Death Note did. Where it's like, oh, I planned ahead of this. And then the other guy's like, I planned ahead of that. And then he's like, I planned ahead of you ahead of that. And it's like, really? Like, it's so unrealistic that you just assume they're going to do exactly this like six times over. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that's kind of the episode, Ben. I know you didn't get to watch it. I'm sorry. Um, okay. Sorry. No, you're sorry. fine. Uh, so then what would you rate it then, Alfonso? I'm going to give it a 7.5. Just because the first part was hit and miss for me like it didn't hold up it was mostly towards the end that was good i'm if i do watch season two it's only for the mystery of him because i need to find out like if that is his dad are they experimenting on these these kids and if they are what's the point of these experiments that's the only reason i'm going to watch season two other than that i like there's nothing good about this anime Now, I'm going to go with the six myself. Um, I just, well, like we talked about, the, the first half is very blah, but the whole island thing I, is kind of where it <clears throat> did its own thing. And if, if they continue the season, like, oh, now uh, instead of an island, they do kind of the same thing on a different course or something like that, I'll be okay with that. Um, mm-hmm. 
yeah, for the most part, I just don't care about any of the characters. Um, I don't understand what kind of school is being run where the the class leader gets to physically beat the shit out of his other students. <laughs> like, what the hell yeah. is that all about? You know, yeah. like, and nobody does anything. Like, the faculty doesn't care. <laughs> like, we literally see him like beating the shit out of one of the female students, and it's like nobody's gonna do anything. Like, what kind of school is this? <laughs> Um, so yeah, that was that. Well, Ben, um, with that done, Ben, we're going to stick with, um, Bleach and we'll bring it up next week for the anime, yeah. which was your notification. We still have the list. Yes. I put the, the list. list. Alfonso has been kind enough as he always has to keep a list of all the animes we recommend, uh, between mm-hmm. the three of us and we get to choose what our favorite is, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Alrighty. Well, I'll let you take over then, Alfonso. Okay. So... In round one, mine's was 91 Days, uh, Ben's was Baka and Tess, Gary, yours was Cabernita of the Iron Fortress, round two, Battle Game in five seconds, Ben, Miss Kobayashi, Dragon Maze season two, Gary, Kobe cannot, Kobe can't communicate. Round three, this is Shannon's, Rock the Braves of the Six Flowers, Ben, Seven Mortal Sins, Gary, Kotor lives alone. Round four, Zombieland Saga, that's also Shannon's. Ben, how heavy are your dumbbells you lift? Gary, high school of the death. Round five, also Shannon. Ladies versus butlers. Ben, superheroes. No, sorry, super ex-heroes. Gary, bastard heavy metal dark fantasy. Round six, back to me. Spy versus family. Ben, Senkyo, how to raise a boring girlfriend. Gary, made in the abyss. Round seven, the devil is a part-timer. Season one, Ben, asteroids in love. Gary, Licorice Recall, and then obviously the last one, Classroom of the Elite. That's it. I will go first, since I just read off. I'm going to start with Shannon. Um, hers is Raka, Zombieland Saga, and Ladies and Butlers. Obviously, the best one out of it was Raka. That was the whole thing with the the ones with the flowers and the whole mystery this, and trying to fight the Demon Lord towards the end. Yes, the, the mystery, uh, obviously the best mystery anime so far I, I watched. Trying to figure out who was the fake, because they had seven and it was supposed to be six. So good on her for recommending that. Um, ben, my favorite was you. First of all, my favorite, obviously, Miss Kobayashi. Like, it's no, it, come on, we, we love season one. Season two, not as good as season one because it wasn't, to me, it wasn't a lot of laughs. But I still enjoy it. How heavy are your dumbbells? That, to me, was a hilarious, hilarious anime with the the, the training session and the um, Obviously, I can't remember the names, but the guy that always gets big, every time he does something, he just has to flex. That was also funny. Um, Ashley's in love. Not the greatest because it was very educational, but I still enjoy it because you get to learn about asteroids. I learned a lot of stuff about space that I didn't know, so and I enjoy that. Um, out of my recommendations, Spy versus Family, that hands down, which is now finished. Season one has now completed the last 13 episodes, so... That would be a recommendation in the near future for me. Um, other than that, that's really it because most of them were Shannon out of the eight of mine. Three were hers, so the other five were okay. Gary, Kobe, Comey can't communicate. I love that. That was a funny anime from beginning to end. And it hits home for me because I suffer with being open and communicating with people in my younger age. Proto can't live alone. That was a very... Another good episode, I'm sorry, episode, another good anime because of this little kid trying to be an adult when he shouldn't because he's just still a child. Obviously, Made in the Abyss and Licorice Recall. Those are some very heavy anime. Okay, some fucked up anime, but good from beginning to end. But out of all of them, 
out of all these rounds, round one for me was the best. And third place was 91 Days. It dealt with the Mafia. And even though it was good, it, it, it kind of dragged because it took long to get to the point and for him to get his revenge. Two, in second place was Cabrino of the Fortress. Yes, it was zombies, but it was a different take on zombies and how to kill them. But 2022 winner again for a second year is Ben with Baka and Tess. Out of all the enemies, yeah. out of all the funny, out of all the funny enemies we recommended last year, this is the funniest one. And the only reason is because of that pull scene. If you guys remember, <laughs> they had a, a, a test, all right, got a little a little race to see who could get to the top. And as they're you know swimming, remember Gary, there there's a guy who they think is a girl, but there's a guy and she has a twin, and they pull her her, her swimsuit off. And he's covering his chest, knowing that he's not, he doesn't have breasts. He's a man. And they freaking out. And the amount of blood that pour out their nose to fill the pool with the whole pool turned red. To this day, there's no anime that tops that scene. Oh, there's no anime with a beach slash pool episode that topped that scene. And until that happens, anytime we recommend an anime that's funny that has a pool or, pool or beach scene, I will always remember this anime. So for that, Ben, you win. Or in my place, this wins 2022 Anime of the Year. Nice. Sorry for going so long, but yeah. That's no, okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, ben. Okay, let me pull up this again. Uh, okay, I really liked Zombieland. So we, we don't go for each round. Do we? we don't need to go for each round, right? No, okay. no, no, no. Okay. I really enjoyed Zombieland Sagas. Um, I thought Ladies vs. Butler was actually a good anime. Um, and of course, Spike's family, like everyone else, I thought was incredible. Um, I don't think I picked many good episodes, many good ones this year, in my opinion. I feel like mine weren't as great this year. Um, well, of course, Miss Kobashi's Dragon made season two. I know you didn't like it as much. I kind of liked it a little bit more because I liked all the action scenes that were in in this season. So I thought the action scenes some action scenes were really well done. Um, how heavy are Dumbo, how heavy are the dumbbells you lift was really good too. Um, but I think it might be Comey Cub Communicate was probably my anime of the year by Gary. Just because I enjoy, I was very socially awkward when I was growing up, so I I could kind of relate with the anime. So I think Comey can't communicate might have been my anime of the year. Very nice, thank you. <laughs> um, for me, I think ninety percent of the animes we watched this year were fantastic. Um, Baka and Test, of course, you already talked about it. Alfonso, great. Miss Kobayashi couldn't go wrong with season two when season one was so good. Uh, Spy X Family was adorable. Another great one. 91 Days. I love the whole mafia setting of that one. Um, Comey Can't Communicate. Again, a great anime where essentially its main character doesn't talk. Uh, Kotaro Lives Alone was really sad, in my opinion. Like, I just felt really bad for that kid. Uh, Made in Abyss messed me up <laughs> mentally, um, especially with the last few episodes. Um, a lot of good stuff. Um, but for me personally, uh, Licorice Recoil, Recoil, it did so much for me with the fantastic action, fantastic voice acting. Uh, one of the best protagonists that I absolutely fell in love with in an anime. Um, that was my favorite anime personal. Um, and that's not because I just recommend it's because it was very good. <laughs> but if I was to pick an anime that I personally did not recommend myself, uh, I would agree with Alfonso and Baka and Tess left me in tears a lot of the time. That shit was fucking hilarious. <laughs> yes, it was. 
so good. Yeah. So a lot of good stuff we watched this year. Uh, like you said, uh, Roka was not an anime I was expecting. I saw demons that are going off to fight a demon, and then it turns into a fucking mystery of who done it type of mystery. And I was like, hell yes, this is awesome. And it's sad that I can't continue this story because there's no manga of it. It literally is just an anime. It's not based on it. And it doesn't have a second season. There's nothing to really know how it continues. And I'm really sad about that. But it is what it is. So yeah, those were the animes of 2022 that we watched. Go watch all of them because they all have something good in them. Alrighty, that's it. That's us finished. Ben, where can people reach you? And shout out. Uh, shout out to everyone that listens. W- welcome to 2023, everyone. We've got so much anime to talk about. Um, I am really excited for season two of Bleach in June. So that's just me. Um, so yeah, shout out to everyone that listens. Thank you all. Go watch Bleach. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, Alfonso? Uh, good to be back. A lot of anime we need to watch. I have a recommendation that I just watched that I'm going to recommend. I'm curious about Gary. If he's going to watch that anime that I told him about on Instagram. <laughs> What was it called? Prison School? I've heard of Prison You're, School. Yeah, so I'm curious he's going to pick that as his recommendation down the line. But um, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at AliShan7. Alrighty, you can reach me on Twitter at Gagalush. That's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H. Uh, shout out to you guys as always. Thank you for joining me. Shout out to all the listeners. Shout out to anime because it's awesome. I have been binging a lot of anime recently since I watched Bleach. I've watched one phenomenal anime that I can't recommend because it's too long, unfortunately. And one anime that I am beyond disappointed with, and I feel like it's officially the most overrated thing to ever. <laughs> Maybe we'll talk about Hunter it. Hunter Hunter? No, no, no. Attack on Titan. Huh. Attack on Titan. Final season is single-handedly proves to me why this manga and anime got canceled so soon. <laughs> I think whoever was in charge of it, what they were, were they so when they saw where it was going, they're like, uh-uh, this is your final season. <laughs> I'll let you have the final season, but that's it. Ugh, so much. Oh, God, I, I can't even talk about it. Anyways, that's it for us. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. We'll be talking about Bleach, Thousand Year Blood right. War. Hmm? So good. So good. And we talk about the, the risk and reward of pushing the WMD button on your own franchise. <laughs> And what that means to the world. (laughs) Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye.